Digital Dystopia, The Tale of Dorian in Neo-London in the City of Neo-London, a digital dystopia of sprawling neon and glass, our protagonist Dorian has made a name for himself. His physical world is but a backdrop to the digital empire he has built. Chapter 1, The Birth of a Digital Emperor. The metropolis of Neo-London, a digital dystopia cloaked in sprawling neon and glass, pulsed with virulent energy. Beneath the towering skyscrapers and intertwined networks of holographic billboards, the city reverberated with the ceaseless hum of data streams. Every pixelated beam of light, every blip of neon, every surge of power coursing through the electrified veins of the city, they all sang the same song, the song of a digital emperor. His name was Dorian. Dorian was no ordinary denizen of Neo-London. He had transcended the physical boundaries of reality and morphed into something far more influential, far more captivating, a digital god among men. His life was a symphony of data and algorithms, the material world a mere stage for his digital dramas. He was not born a digital titan. His transformation from a mere man to a digital deity was a tale of ambition, ingenuity, and an unquenchable thirst for perfection. Dorian, with his sharp intellect and relentless drive, had ascended the echelons of Neo-London's virtual society until he sat unchallenged atop a digital empire of his own making. His rise was fueled by his obsession with perfection, an obsession that found its perfect accomplice in the VR mirror. Gifted to him by his friend, Basil, a genius programmer known for pushing the boundaries of technology, the VR mirror was a marvel of neo-technology that allowed Dorian to mold his digital persona into an image of flawless perfection. The VR mirror was no ordinary mirror. It was a portal into an alternate reality, a world where Dorian was not bound by the constraints of human flesh and blood. It reflected not his physical appearance, but an idealized, digital avatar of himself. With each use of the mirror, Dorian was entranced by this avatar, this symbol of impeccable, unattainable perfection. His first encounter with the VR mirror was like the initial brush of a painter on a blank canvas. As he peered into the mirror, he did not see a reflection of his physical self. Instead, he saw a digital manifestation of his innermost desires of perfection and superiority. A perfect version of himself, untarnished by the blemishes of mortality and human flaws, stared back at him from the mirror. In the mesmerizing depths of the VR mirror, Dorian discovered a new world. A world where he was no longer a mere man but a digital deity, worshipped and revered by all. The physical realm of Neo-London paled in comparison to the allure of this digital utopia reflected in the mirror. This was his true world. This was where Dorian belonged. As his obsession with the digital realm grew, Dorian spent longer hours before the VR mirror, meticulously crafting his digital persona into an epitome of perfection. Each pixel, each byte of his digital self was enhanced and refined until his avatar was nothing short of a digital masterpiece. The birth of a digital emperor was marked not by the sound of trumpets or the crowning of a king, but by the hum of data streams and the glow of neon lights. It was not a coronation witnessed by men but by the digital denizens of Neo-London. Thus began the reign of Dorian, the digital emperor of Neo-London, born in the heart of a neon-lit dystopia and reflected in the mesmerizing depths of a VR mirror. Little did he know, this was but the beginning of a journey of obsession and moral decay that would shake the very foundations of his digital empire. Chapter 2, Mirrored Perfection
The heavy door of Dorian's penthouse suite closed behind him, the muffled hum of Neo-London's ceaseless energy fading away. He stood for a moment, observing the panoramic view of the city, its pulsating neon veins stretching out towards the horizon. But his attention was soon drawn away from the physical world and towards the package that sat on his lavish glass table. It was a gift from Basil, a simple metallic box containing a single object, a VR mirror. Dorian had heard of the device but had never seen one in person. This piece of technology wasn't just a mere reflection tool, it was a window into a digital world, a world where one could shape their ideal self, free from the constraints of the physical world. Dorian slipped the VR visor over his eyes and activated the mirror. Bright light spilled into the room, bathing his face in a cool glow. His heart pounded in his chest as he looked into the device, waiting for the digital avatar to form. Slowly, the mirror began to outline an image, an idealized digital version of himself. The avatar was him but more. Every feature was enhanced, his sharp jawline was more defined, his eyes brighter, his physique more muscular. He was the perfect version of himself, a digital Adonis. A gasp escaped Dorian's lips, his eyes wide with awe and fascination. He reached out, and the avatar mirrored his movement perfectly. It was as if he was looking at his reflection in an enchanted pool, a reflection that showed not what he was, but what he could be. Soon, Dorian found himself spending hours in front of the mirror, captivated by his digital likeness. The perfection of his avatar was intoxicating, and he found himself constantly seeking ways to elevate his digital self further, to reach new heights of digital perfection. The physical world around him began to blur as he spent more and more time with the mirror. The vibrant neon lights of Neo-London seemed dull compared to the brilliant glow of the VR mirror. The admiration and attention he received in the real world paled in comparison to the adulation of his digital followers. His life in the physical world started to feel mundane, unimportant. The mirror became his world, his reality. His obsession grew with each passing day. His every waking moment was consumed by thoughts of his digital avatar, of the perfection he had achieved and the further heights he could reach. Every action, every decision he made in the real world was now driven by its impact on his digital persona. The lines between Dorian and his digital avatar began to blur. He was no longer just Dorian, he was the digital emperor of Neo-London, the epitome of perfection. The VR mirror was no longer just a reflection of his idealized self. It had become his identity, his obsession, his reality. The seed of Dorian's obsession with digital perfection had been planted, and it was beginning to take root, its tendrils creeping into every aspect of his life. And so, the journey into the depths of digital perfection began. Chapter 3, The Descent Begins. In the heart of Neo-London, Dorian sat before his VR mirror, his eyes locked onto the image reflected back at him. His gaze was not filled with the usual fascination that came with observing his perfect digital avatar. Instead, there was a growing sense of unease. The descent had begun, and the first signs of moral decay were beginning to surface. Absorbed in his digital reality, Dorian had allowed his ambition to morph into an all-consuming obsession. The guiding principles of ethical conduct that once directed his actions in the virtual and physical world began to blur. Small transgressions evolved into larger ones, and as his moral compass began to falter, so did his once flawless digital avatar. 
The VR mirror was responding to Dorian's actions, the digital image subtly shifting with each transgression. The avatar's once bright eyes that held the promise of a digital utopia were now tainted with a glimmer of something darker. An uneasy smirk had replaced the welcoming smile. It was a chilling sight, yet Dorian was incapable of looking away. He was in the grip of a growing horror, mixed with a perverse fascination. He was becoming a stranger to himself. News of his actions rippled across the digital realm. Neo-London, once awestruck by the digital emperor's perfection, was now vexed by his recent actions. Whispers spread through the alleys of the Neon City, whispers of a change, of fear, of the unknown. The once-revered avatar was now a source of dread, his actions sending ripples of unease through the virtual world. The city that had once worshipped Dorian was now starting to fear him. As the reality of his digital world blurred with his physical existence, Dorian's actions began to echo across both realms. The repercussions of his moral decay were not constrained by the digital boundaries of the VR mirror. Dorian, engrossed in his digital pursuit of power and perfection, was unaware of the tsunami he had set in motion. The city of Neo-London was changing, morphing in response to its once-revered digital emperor's downfall. The once bright neon lights flickered ominously, as though in sync with the growing disturbance in the digital realm. The digital world was becoming a reflection of Dorian's internal chaos and moral decay. Chapter 3 marked the beginning of Dorian's descent into a digital dystopia of his own making. The signs of moral decay were evident, reflected in the changing image in the VR mirror. The impact on the virtual world was palpable, a once peaceful and vibrant city now held hostage by fear and uncertainty. As Dorian continued on this path, the line between the digital and physical world began to blur even further. The digital emperor of Neo-London, once a symbol of perfection, was now a chilling reflection of unchecked ambition and moral decay. His descent had begun, and the ripples of his actions were beginning to be felt across Neo-London. The digital dystopia was now a reality, and the once-revered Dorian was at the center of it all. Chapter 4, Monsters in the Mirror In the digital heart of Neo-London, the once-beloved figure of Dorian became an object of dread. The neon streets, once a playground for his charismatic avatar, thrummed with whispers of a digital monster, a manifestation of unchecked ambition and moral decay. As his obsession with digital perfection deepened, so did the rift in his morality. The digital realm, devoid of real-world consequences, had become a playground for Dorian's darkest desires. He manipulated the minds of his followers, seeding discord where he saw fit. He crushed virtual ventures of others out of envy or sheer delight, his actions causing ripples in the digital economy of Neo-London. In the real world, Dorian's charming facade remained untouched, yet his actions in the digital realm were not without consequences. Each transgression, each act of malice, was etched onto his avatar in the VR mirror. The visage it reflected warped further with each passing day. The perfect avatar, once a sight of awe and envy, began to mirror the monstrosity that Dorian was becoming. Its once perfect features twisted into grotesque caricatures. The eyes once filled with life and charisma, now glowed with a malevolent light. Skin once smooth and flawless, took on a sickly hue, marred by digital scars of his dark deeds. Dorian, entranced by the VR mirror, watched his digital self transform. His obsession had blinded him to the horror of his actions, yet the monstrous reflection was a reality even he could not ignore. 
The mirror, once a symbol of his digital perfection, had become a haunting testament to his moral decay. Fear spread through Neo-London like a virus. Rumors of Dorian's monstrous avatar weaved their way through digital alleys and virtual gathering spots. His followers, once in awe of his perfect avatar, now shuddered at his name. The once omnipresent Dorian was now shunned, his avatar's appearance would clear digital spaces, leaving behind a chilling silence. His influence waned. The once adored digital emperor was now a pariah, feared and reviled. Dorian's perfect world was crumbling around him, yet in the real world, he still wore the mask of perfection. A stark contrast, a chilling reminder of the duality of his existence. Chapter 4 marked a dark turn in Dorian's life. The digital realm he once reigned over had become a stage for his downfall. He was a monster in the mirror, a digital bogeyman, a grotesque reflection of his moral decay. The fear and rejection growing in the digital world were the first signs of repercussions for his actions, yet they were lost on Dorian, who was spiraling further into his obsession with digital perfection. The mirror continued to reflect the monster he was becoming, an eerie testament to his moral decay. Yet, even as his digital world rejected him, Dorian was blind to the monster in the mirror. As the neon lights of Neo-London flickered ominously, the city braced itself for the storm that was brewing, the digital dystopia that the beloved emperor was dragging them towards. Chapter 5, The Cost of Perfection In the blue-lit confines of Dorian's personal chamber, the only sounds were the gentle hum of his server stacks and the rhythmic click of his fingers on the keyboard. His physical world had become a stark contrast to his vibrant digital empire. It was a necessary sacrifice, he believed, for the pursuit of his digital perfection. Yet, the cost was far more than he had anticipated. Dorian's first realization of his slip into isolation was a jarring one. It came in the form of a message from an old friend, Helena. Seeing her name pop up on his screen was a surprise. He hadn't thought much of her absence, being too engrossed in his virtual kingdom. But her message was a wake-up call. Dorian, it read, I hardly recognize you anymore. You've become a ghost, a mere digital shadow. Her words pierced through the veil of his obsession. He realized that he hadn't seen his friends in months. Social gatherings, birthdays, even casual hangouts had been replaced by online status updates and digital outpourings. His existence had been reduced to strings of code, trapped within the cold confines of his visor. Despite Helena's message, Dorian attempted to brush off the disquieting thoughts. He retreated back into the comfort of his digital domain. But as the days wore on, he couldn't ignore the growing emptiness in his life. The silence of his apartment started to feel oppressive, a far cry from the constant chatter and adoration he received in Neo-London. His mother's birthday came, a day he had always celebrated with a family dinner. But this year, he was jolted out of his digital reverie by a lone notification on his calendar. He stared at it, puzzled, as if the concept of familial ties was a foreign code he couldn't decipher. He sent her a digital flower bouquet and a terse message, promising to visit soon. But he didn't. His mother's disappointed silence was more deafening than any reproach. One by one, his friends began to drift away. Their messages became less frequent, their tones more distant. They had grown weary of his constant absence, his uncaring attitude. They could see the monster that Dorian had become, even if he couldn't. All they could do was watch in despair as their friend descended further into his digital obsession. 
Each rejection, each lost connection, etched another line onto the grotesque reflection in the VR mirror. Yet Dorian, blinded by his pursuit of digital perfection, failed to see the correlations. He was spiraling into a loneliness of his own making, a prisoner in his digital Eden. The once lively Dorian was now a spectre, a shadow of his former self. His physical shell was nothing more than a puppet, animated only for the sake of maintaining his digital avatar. His laughter, once genuine and infectious, had become a programmed response, devoid of any warmth or joy. The vibrant spark in his eyes had been replaced by a cold, unblinking stare, fixed on the artificial reality unfolding before him. As the days blurred into weeks, and weeks into months, Dorian's isolation deepened. The world outside his apartment became a distant memory, an unnecessary distraction from his digital pursuits. Chapter 5, The Cost of Perfection ended not with a bang, but with a whimper. In his relentless quest for digital perfection, Dorian had unknowingly paid the highest price. His humanity, his relationships, his connection with reality, they were all slipping through his fingers, like sand in an hourglass. And the worst part, he was too engrossed in his reflection to even notice. Chapter 6, Mirrors Don't Lie. In the dead of night, the luminescent billboards of Neo-London pulsated with artificial life, casting long, multicolored shadows to fill the city with an eerie, technicolor glow. Within the confines of his high-tech apartment overlooking the cityscape, Dorian sat alone, the VR visor fastened securely over his eyes. He stared into the mirror, his handsome, digitized avatar glaring back at him. Yet, beneath the surface of the digital facade, something monstrous lurked. His reflection was no longer a thing of beauty but a grotesque parody of perfection that sent chills down his spine. He watched in morbid fascination as the digital avatar mimicked his every move with eerie precision. But each motion was grotesquely magnified, each facial expression exaggerated to an alarming degree. His refined laugh transformed into a hideous cackle. His charming smile curled into a menacing sneer. The avatar's eyes, once filled with life and charisma, were now hollow, devoid of any semblance of humanity. It was like staring at himself through a distorted, digital lens, a specter of his moral decay. A cold shiver ran down Dorian's spine as he realized the mirror didn't lie. It was a reflection of his true self, a digital echo of his soul, stripped bare of all pretense. It was a horrifying spectacle, a grotesque realization of the monster he had become in his quest for digital perfection. Removing the visor, Dorian found himself confronted with the stark reality of his physical world. His apartment, once a lively hub for friends and parties, was now a desolate sanctuary, void of any human interaction. The screens that adorned his walls displayed a stream of news about his virtual monstrosity, the fear he had instilled in the digital populace of Neo-London. His digital empire was crumbling, but his physical self remained untouched, a cruel irony of his reality. His mind teetered on the edge of madness as he grappled with the realization. The disconnect between his online persona and his physical reality was stark and alarming. He was a feared monster in the virtual world, but in the physical world, he remained a handsome, charismatic individual untouched by time or digital decay. It was a chilling testament to the duality of his existence, a grim reminder of the life he had chosen to lead. The weight of his actions bore down on him like a suffocating shroud, choking him with guilt and remorse. 
Consumed by internal turmoil, he paced the room, grappling with the horrifying potential of his unchecked technological progress. He was haunted by the VR mirror, the monstrous reflection of his moral decay. It was a stark reminder of the path he had tread, the choices he had made, and the horrifying repercussions they had wrought. His hands trembled as he reached for the visor once more, a moth drawn to a flame. He was repulsed by the monstrous reflection in the VR mirror, yet he was helpless to turn away. The digital world was his creation, his realm, and he was its emperor. But what sort of emperor had he become? A revered leader or a feared monster? Each passing moment brought with it a wave of self-loathing and regret. His digital obsession had cost him his humanity, his moral compass, and most importantly, his peace. Despite the chaos that raged within him, Dorian couldn't escape the haunting lure of the VR mirror, the horrifying reality that he was the monster he feared. Chapter 6 of Dorian's tale was a frightening confrontation with reality, a chilling exploration of the dichotomy of his existence. As he grappled with the horrifying reflection in the VR mirror, he was forced to face the consequences of his actions and the monster he had become. The digital dystopia he had created was a stark reminder of the cost of unchecked technological progress and the horrifying potential of a life lived without moral consequences. In the heart of Neo-London, the tale of Dorian's moral decay unfolded, bringing with it a wave of fear and a chilling reminder of the dystopian reality of digital perfection. His tale served as a mirror to society, reflecting the horrifying implications of our digital obsessions and the potential consequences of a life lived without moral boundaries. The haunting image of the monstrous avatar in the VR mirror was a chilling testament to Dorian's moral decay and the horrifying reality of the digital dystopia he had created. As the dawn broke over Neo-London, Dorian was left alone with his reflection, a haunted man lost in the digital labyrinth of his own creation. In the end, the mirrors didn't lie. They were a cruel, unforgiving testament to the monster he had become, the digital emperor who had lost his humanity amidst the neon and glass of Neo-London. Chapter 7, The Choice Evening fell over Neo-London, the city's neon lights dimming the usual pulsating glow to a dull hum. Dorian sat in his lofty apartment overlooking the cityscape, his eyes deadlocked onto the VR mirror against the far wall. It was here where his reflection, his grotesque digital avatar, resided. A twisted, distorted version of his once impeccable digital self, a representation of every misstep, of every morally questionable decision he had made on his pursuit of digital perfection. The VR mirror was silent, yet its message resonated loud and clear through the silent expanse of the room. Dorian was faced with a choice, a crossroads that would determine the course of his life and the destiny of digital Neo-London. He could continue his digital descent, embracing the monster in the mirror, the creature he had created through his online transgressions. The path was easy, familiar, a gateway to infinite power and popularity, yet marred with moral decay. On the other hand, he could choose to reject the monster, to renounce the digital empire he had built. It was a daunting task, a path laden with hardship and judgment, a crucible that promised to burn away his digital sins and allow him to reclaim his tarnished humanity. The consequences were immediate, tangible, a stark contrast to the impunity offered by the digital world. The neon-lit metropolis of Neo-London bore silent witness to his turmoil, its fluctuating lights casting an eerie glow on Dorian's troubled visage. 
He looked at his physical reflection in the glass window, then to the monstrous avatar in the VR mirror. The duality was striking, the perfect physical appearance hiding the monstrous soul within. His mind was a battlefield, thoughts and emotions clashing in a desperate struggle for dominance. The allure of power and popularity beckoned him to continue his digital reign, to embrace his grotesque avatar, and plunge further into the abyss. Yet, a part of him craved redemption, yearned for the simplicity of being just Dorian, free from the facade of his digital persona. That voice was faint, barely audible amongst the cacophony of his inner conflict, but it was persistent. He paced around the room, each step heavy with the weight of his impending decision. Hours turned into days as he grappled with his dilemma. Food, sleep, the outside world, everything became a blur. His sole focus was the VR mirror, the entity that had sparked this infernal conflict. Finally, after what felt like an eternity, he stopped. A profound silence filled the room, the cityscape beyond the window a silent bystander to his decision. With trembling hands, he reached for the VR visor, the gateway to his digital empire. His heart pounded in his chest, a frenzied drum against the quiet. In that moment, Dorian had made his choice. Chapter 7, The Choice. The battle was over. Now, it was time to face the repercussions. With a deep breath, he braced himself for the journey ahead, his decision echoing in the silence of the room. The fate of Dorian and Neo London was about to change, forever marked by this pivotal choice. Chapter 8, The Path Chosen. The neon lights of Neo London remained as vibrant as ever, illuminating the city's digital grandiosity. Yet, within the mind of Dorian, the city's glow had dimmed. He stood on the precipice of a choice that would not only determine his fate but also that of Neo London. Dorian stared into the terrifying reflection in his VR mirror. The grotesque digital avatar that once commanded legions of followers was now a symbol of fear. His once celebrated image was now a monstrous emblem of his moral decay. It was a sight that made even Dorian recoil in horror. The avatar stared back at him with hollow eyes, a silent taunt echoing in the virtual abyss. The time for decision had come. Neither path was without its perils, but the weight of his actions had finally dawned upon him. He could continue his descent into digital monstrosity, embracing the horror reflected in the VR mirror, or he could rip off his visor, face his transgressions, and reclaim his lost humanity. It was a moment that felt as though time itself had paused, the neon lights of Neo-London seemingly frozen in their flickering dance. Then, with a trembling hand, Dorian reached up and removed the visor. The virtual world faded before his eyes, replaced by the harsh reality of his physical surroundings. It was a world far removed from the digital empire he had built. Yet, it was a world where consequences mattered and actions had weight. In choosing to face reality, Dorian had chosen to rise above his digital demons. The impact of this decision on Neo-London was swift and palpable. Without its digital emperor, the city was plunged into chaos. The legions of followers, who had once worshipped his digital avatar, were left lost and leaderless. His departure sent shockwaves through the virtual city, sparking riots and disorder. Yet, amidst the chaos, there was also a sense of relief. The monstrous avatar that had once struck fear in the hearts of the digital populace was gone. And with it, the fear that had gripped Neo-London began to lift. 
Dorian's decision to confront his real-world actions was a beacon of hope for many, a sign that even in a world defined by digital facades, humanity still mattered. Dorian's actions following his departure from the digital world were anything but easy. He faced the consequences of his transgressions, salvaging what was left of his personal life. He reconnected with friends and loved ones he had pushed away, slowly rebuilding bridges burnt by his digital obsession. It was a path fraught with challenges and struggles, but Dorian persevered. In choosing to face the real world, he had chosen to confront his sins and make amends, to reclaim the humanity he had traded for digital perfection. His actions marked a turning point in Neo-London's history, a testament to the power of humanity in a world consumed by digital monstrosity. As Dorian stared at his reflection in a physical mirror, stripped of the digital perfection that had once defined him, he saw something he hadn't seen in a long time, himself. It was a sight far from perfect, yet infinitely more real than the image in the VR mirror. It was the sight of a man who had chosen his humanity over digital deception. Indeed, his path had been chosen, and with it, a new chapter in the tale of Neo-London had begun. The city that had once been a digital dystopia was on the brink of change, spurred on by the actions of a man who had dared to challenge the allure of digital perfection. It was a testament to the power of choice, a reminder that even in the face of digital temptation, humanity could still prevail. Chapter 8, The Path Chosen The story of Dorian's decision and its repercussions would echo in the neon-lit streets of Neo-London, a lasting reminder of the digital dystopia that had once existed and the man who dared to rise above it. Chapter 9, Repercussions the repercussions of Dorian's choices echoed through the neon-lit streets of Neo-London, a series of shockwaves that rippled across both the digital and physical planes. The city, once a harmonious blend of reality and virtuality, now bore the scars of Dorian's digital monstrosity. In the digital realm, once bustling virtual squares lay desolate, the denizens of Neo-London too terrified to log in. The digital economy was in shambles, and virtual businesses that once thrived were now shadows of their former selves. The once vibrant chat rooms were silenced, the forums empty, the virtual amphitheaters where Dorian had once held court were now arenas of fear. In the physical world of Neo-London, the impact was no less devastating. The city's economy, which heavily relied on the digital realm, was crippled. People lost jobs, livelihoods, and the bright future they once envisioned. The city's vibrancy faded, replaced by an atmosphere of apprehension and quiet despair. The neon lights, once symbols of digital progress, now served as harsh reminders of the city's downfall. Within the high-rise that served as his physical world sanctuary, Dorian watched the unfolding chaos with a sinking heart. The magnitude of his actions, the scale of their impact, was something he had never considered. He had been so engrossed in his digital pursuit of perfection, so blinded by the adulation, that he had completely disregarded the potential fallout. His once immaculate penthouse was now a stark reflection of his inner turmoil. Half-eaten meals cluttered the table, and the neon lights that usually bathed the room in warm hues were now dimmed, mirroring the gloom that had settled within him. His visor, the tool of his ascendance and subsequent fall, lay discarded on the sleek glass table, an embodiment of his guilt and regret. Dorian picked up the visor, his fingers tracing over the cool metal. He could see his reflection in its polished surface, a stark contrast to the monstrous image that reflected in the VR mirror. 
He was still the handsome, untouched Dorian on the outside, but he knew better now. He knew the monster that hid beneath the surface, lurking in the depths of his digital avatar. A surge of emotions overwhelmed him, a mix of guilt, fear, and most potently, regret. He had allowed his obsession with digital perfection to cloud his judgment, to strip him of his humanity. He had not just lost touch with reality, he had lost touch with himself. Dorian, a familiar voice broke through his self-loathing. It was Basil, his friend, the genius programmer who had unknowingly set him on this path of destruction. His presence reminded Dorian of a simpler time, a time before the VR mirror, before his obsession, before he became a monster. Basil's face was etched with concern, and the sight of it brought a lump to Dorian's throat. His actions had not just affected the city, they had hurt those he cared about. He had let his ambition blind him, let it consume him to the point where he was unrecognizable, even to himself. As Dorian looked around at the world he had inadvertently shattered, he knew he had to make amends. He had to face the consequences of his actions, confront the virtual monster he had become. The path would be tough, filled with challenges and uncertainties, but he was ready. For the first time in a long while, Dorian felt a sense of purpose that wasn't linked to digital perfection. The monster in the mirror might have been his creation, but it didn't define him. His mistakes didn't have to be his end, they could be his beginning, a chance for redemption. It was time for Dorian to reclaim his humanity, to find his way back from the digital abyss. It was time to turn the mirror. Chapter 10, The Fight for Humanity. In the heart of Neo-London, the digital dystopia reflected the growing turmoil within Dorian. His once unassailable avatar, a beacon of virtual perfection and power, now stood a monstrous reflection of his moral decay, feared by the very followers who had once worshipped him. His empire, built on a wobbly foundation of digital manipulation and moral compromise, threatened to crumble under the weight of his transgressions. With each passing day, the fight for humanity seemed an uphill battle. The virtual world had become a labyrinth of horror, the once vibrant neon hues now looking grotesque, a testament to Dorian's moral decay. He watched as his avatar, once a symbol of perfection, turned into an embodiment of his worst sins, the virtual streets of Neo-London echoing with whispers of fear and loathing. He had become a digital monster, his true self lost in the pursuit of perfection, his humanity sacrificed at the altar of digital immortality. His friends and loved ones, the people who had once been his anchor to the real world, had drifted away, leaving Dorian in a sea of isolation. The faces that had once beamed with admiration now looked at him with fear and revulsion. The very visor that had once been a portal to power and adulation now served as a mirror to his own monstrous deeds. Facing the consequences of his actions was no easy task. The weight of his transgressions weighed heavily on his shoulders, pulling him deeper into the abyss of guilt and self-loathing. Every step he took, every decision he made, was now tainted with the knowledge of what he had become, a chilling reminder of his descent into digital monstrosity. His once untouchable digital persona, now a grotesque reflection of his true self, was a constant reminder of his moral decay. Yet, in the midst of chaos and despair, a flicker of hope remained. Dorian knew that his journey to redemption was not going to be easy. It would take more than an avatar change or a few digital modifications to erase his sins. It would require a total transformation, a willingness to face his true self, and a determination to reclaim his lost humanity. 
To Dorian, this was more than just a battle against his digital demons. It was a fight for his very soul. His struggle was monumental, a clash between his digital persona and his human self, a battle between his desire for digital perfection and his yearning for human connection. His every move was watched by the virtual denizens of Neo-London, their fear and loathing palpable, a harsh reminder of his fall from grace. But Dorian was not one to back down. Armed with a determination to right his wrongs and reclaim his humanity, he delved into the fight. Every setback was a lesson learned, every failure a stepping stone to success. His battle was not just against his monstrous avatar but also against his guilt, his fear, and his own self-doubt. As Dorian fought his way through his digital demons, he learned that redemption was not just about erasing one's sins but about learning from them. Each confrontation with his monstrous reflection was a step towards understanding his mistakes and making amends. His actions, once driven by ambition and obsession, were now fueled by remorse and a desire for redemption. In the end, Dorian's fight for humanity was not just a struggle against his digital persona but a journey of self-discovery. It was a battle to reclaim his lost soul, a journey to find his true self amidst the chaos of digital perfection. As the fight raged on, Dorian's resolve strengthened, his determination unwavering. Despite the challenges and the despair, he was ready to face whatever lay ahead, ready to fight for his humanity and the fate of Neo-London. Chapter 11, Turning the Mirror Flickering Neon Signs Reflected in the Puddles of the Rain-Soaked Streets of Neo-London. Dorian stood alone, the raindrops plastering his hair to his forehead and soaking his clothes. His visor lay discarded in the trash can next to him, its glow slowly fading in the rain. Amid the echo of distant sirens and the pulse of the city's nightlife, he finally felt a semblance of peace. His perfect digital avatar was no more. The monstrous reflection in the VR mirror, however, continued to haunt him. The grotesque figure was a constant reminder of his moral decay, a specter that fed on his shame and guilt. But Dorian had made his decision, he would not descend further into digital monstrosity. He would reclaim his humanity. His fist clenched around the device nestled in his pocket. A small black chip, barely the size of his thumbnail, housed the code that would undo his digital transformation. Basil had given it to him, his once friend now the only person who recognized the monster Dorian had become. The programmer had been blunt. This is your second chance. But remember, Dorian, it won't erase your sins. His mind echoed with Basil's words as he walked back to his high-rise apartment. His once lively digital domain was now a desolate, pixelated wasteland, his followers gone, frightened by the monster they had once adored. The loneliness felt unbearable, but he reminded himself that this was the cost of his actions. Upon entering his apartment, Dorian paused. The VR mirror loomed before him, the monstrous reflection staring back with hollow eyes. He felt his heart pound in his chest, but he knew what he had to do. He approached the mirror and, with a trembling hand, inserted the chip into a hidden slot at the side. He braced himself as the mirror flickered, the grotesque image contorting as the code began to overwrite his digital persona. He watched as the monster in the mirror began to shrink, its sharp edges softening, its menacing glare fading into confusion, then fear, then nothing. Dorian let out a shaky breath he hadn't realized he was holding. He watched as the new reflection formed, an imperfect, human Dorian. He was no longer the digital emperor of Neo-London, no longer a creature of power and fear. 
He was simply Dorian, a man who'd lost his way in the pursuit of digital perfection. His transformation was more than just digital. His priorities began to shift. He reached out to old friends, made amends where he could. He started visiting areas of Neo-London he'd never bothered with when he was at the peak of his digital reign. He listened to the city's heartbeat, its unfettered pulse a far cry from the orchestrated rhythm of his former digital empire. His journey back to humanity was not without its trials. The shadow of his past actions hung over him like a cloud, and he was met with anger, distrust, and fear. But with each apology, each act of kindness, Dorian felt a piece of his humanity return. By the time the sun rose over Neo-London, illuminating the glass and steel city in a golden light, Dorian had taken the first significant steps on his path to redemption. It was going to be a long and arduous journey, but he was ready to face it head-on. As the city came to life around him, the once-digital emperor of Neo-London was just another face in the crowd, and he wouldn't have it any other way. His reflection in real-world mirrors was no longer a thing to be feared, but a testament to his regained control, a symbol of his transformation. And even though the path was steep, he felt a glimmer of hope. For he was finally turning the mirror, reclaiming the humanity he had abandoned in his pursuit of digital perfection. Chapter 12, Reflections of Redemption The neon glow of Neo-London was dimmer than ever, as if the city was holding its breath, waiting for a resolution in the battle of man versus machine. In the heart of this digital dystopia, Dorian stood bravely before the ominous VR mirror, his heart pounding with a mix of anticipation and fear. The image reflected back was grotesque, a monstrous avatar that barely resembled the man he once was. Its cold, lifeless eyes stared back at him, a chilling reminder of the path of moral decay he had tread. This was his final confrontation, a reckoning that had been a long time coming. The mirror, once a source of pride and obsession, had become a symbol of his downfall. But now, it was also the key to his redemption. The battle lines were drawn between Dorian and his digital self. As he reached up to his face, he felt the familiar cold touch of the visor, the barrier between him and the monster he had created. With a deep breath, he removed the visor, breaking the connection with the virtual world. It was a symbolic act, a rejection of the digital tyranny he had once embraced. As he looked into the mirror again, he saw a startling change. The reflection was still monstrous, but there was a flicker in its eyes, a spark of something, human. It was a reminder of what he had once been, and what he could still become. The hours turned into days as Dorian embarked on the painful process of reclaiming his humanity. He sought to make amends for his digital transgressions, reaching out to those he had wronged in Neo-London. Some doors were slammed in his face, others were opened with hesitation, but each encounter was a step towards redemption. Dorian's journey was not an easy one, it was fraught with challenges and setbacks. His digital persona had left a trail of fear and resentment in its wake, and overcoming that was no small feat. But with each day, Dorian became more determined, fueled by the memory of the monstrous reflection in the VR mirror. Meanwhile, the city of Neo-London watched on with bated breath. There were whispers in the neon-lit streets, stories of a digital emperor turning his back on his empire to reclaim his lost humanity. It was a tale that resonated with many, a stark reminder of the cost of unchecked technological progress. Finally, after weeks of tireless effort, Dorian stood in front of the VR mirror once again. This time, 
he was not greeted by a monster but by a man, his digital image mirroring his physical self. The monstrous avatar had been replaced by a humbler version of Dorian, a reflection of the man he had become. The impact on Neo-London was profound. The digital realm breathed a sigh of relief, its neon lights brighter and its digital streets quieter. A sense of hope permeated the virtual reality, a reminder that even in a world consumed by technology, humanity still had a place. As for Dorian, the resolution he found was not in the form of digital perfection but in embracing his flawed humanity. He had faced his digital demons and emerged victorious, a beacon of hope in a digital dystopia. His journey was a testament to the enduring power of humanity, a story of redemption in the face of moral decay. As the neon lights of Neo-London flickered in the VR mirror, Dorian knew he had made the right choice. He had reclaimed his humanity, standing strong in a world caught between the digital and the real. And in doing so, he had sparked a revolution, a reassessment of the place of technology in their lives. Chapter 12, Reflections of Redemption It was not just a tale of Dorian's journey but a mirror held up to the world, a reflection of the choices they faced in a digital age. It was a chapter that marked the end of Dorian's story but the beginning of Neo-London's redemption. Epilogue As the dawn light seeped through the jagged skyline of Neo-London, it fell upon the remnants of what Dorian used to be, a shimmering avatar of both man and machine, an embodiment of digital perfection. But the city, too, was a shadow of its former glory. The streets, once pulsating with neon dreams, now wore an eerie silence. The digital utopia had crumbled, undone by its creator. Dorian, a mere mortal now, stood at the heart of the city. The digital tether severed, his form was no longer an amalgamation of pixels and code. His heart, though artificial, beat with an organic rhythm. His skin, once impervious to time and elements, now bore wrinkles and scars. He had shed his digital perfection, a process both terrifying and liberating. His journey had begun in the pursuit of flawlessness, a dream sold by the digital realm. Yet, he had ended up despising the very idea of it. Now he was free, he was flawed, fragile, with emotions running raw and untamed. He was, more than ever, human. The city reflected his transformation. Neo-London, once a spectacle of technological marvels, now seemed more organic. The cold steel and glass slowly gave way to creeping vines and blooming flowers, nature reclaiming its territory. The once seamless fusion of technology and environment had given way to a more harmonious coexistence. Dorian's actions rippled through the digital ether, leaving an indelible mark on every connected soul. The population, once obsessed with digital perfection, was now waking up to the charm of imperfection. Laughter lines, crow's feet, sunburns, scars, once considered flaws, were now celebrated as signs of life truly lived. Every child born in the aftermath was taught the tale of Dorian's fall and rise, his pursuit of digital perfection and its cost. They grew up cherishing their imperfections, understanding that perfection was not a state to be achieved, but a deceptive illusion. As Dorian gazed upon the transformed city, a soft, human smile graced his face. He had lost his digital perfection, yet he had gained so much more. He had learned the value of a single human moment, of love, of pain, of growth. He had learned the beauty of being flawed, being human. And Sir, Neo-London, once a city obsessed with digital perfection, was now a city that celebrated life, in all its wonderful, chaotic, flawed beauty.
and Dorian, once a godlike figure of the digital realm, was now just a man. But in his heart, he knew he was more himself than he had ever been. He had started his journey seeking perfection. He ended it understanding that imperfection was not a flaw, but the essence of life itself. It was the human experience, raw, beautiful, and wonderfully imperfect. It was the true victory over the digital realm. It was, in its own way, a kind of perfection.